0: You're
1: listening
2: to, whoa, hot luck, and you're listening to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective.
0: I got a dollar, got a dollar, and a dream, and a dream, yeah. Boy, you know we really try to eat. Don't you know I got a dollar, got a dollar, and a dream, and a dream, yeah. Boy, you know we really okay. try to eat. Don't you. you know? Uh, more than era travel the globe hey i see the changes around me Ay. people move on and drift apart real life ain't stone dull for anybody gets real it's a where you did sometimes i don't even know what day you did going to be city the city to making a living and say i'm busy is an understatement oh, no oh, no y'all
2: think i'm famous so la came and and hey welcome to episode 148 of the collab cast. it is thursday november the 30th 2017 uh-huh.
1: my name is Marvin yeah i'm Indu Chang
2: and we are your hosts for this weekly look at pop culture in asian america um, um, it is the end of November. It's almost December. It's finally time. I'm still waiting for you to take Christmas cold.
1: Well, now you're like approving. Marvin has a war on Christmas.
2: You, you don't like Christmas. I just don't like the Christmas creep, which is how Christmas is in like September. Over. They've already conquered November. They uh-huh. conquered October. I saw Christmas decorations being sold at Costco in July.
1: I apologize for bringing this up. I always bring it up and then now, it goes into his griping. I
2: now it is now it is officially okay. I'm okay with it now. That's okay, he's cool. Yeah. He's I, uh, cool. I'm cool with it.
3: My family's never really celebrated cr- Christmas what? because uh well, my, fa- my my parents are from Taiwan and we tried to when I was young in Georgia, we would have like a small Christmas tree or whatever. But then when we moved back to Taiwan when I was 9, it was just like a non-existent thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But also, like, Christmas in Asia is a very different holiday. It's more. I re-
1: love how we've, like, gone into his history. Did you introduce him? No, oh, <laughs> sorry. But that, no that's great. No, we get to know you before and we get that, to know you.
2: that voice here is our guest for this week. He is one half of the comedy sketch group 7th grade. Hey, hey, he is a regular hey. at the always sold out Asian AI variety show at UCP Sunset. Woo. He is a former reality TV star reality tv oh well, i guess so
1: <laughs> i want to hear about this
3: um chuck ma how's it going ah good good good
1: hi chuck and his non-existent christmas yeah because thanks taiwan <laughs> uh,
2: well, ta- I, mean, again, I mean we taiwan does like the whole decoration. they do the and stuff it's just not the yeah and it's less like family
3: oriented yeah it feels more it's like more romantic like Japan. yeah it's more bro- boyfriend girlfriend like, yeah. is romantic, it yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like go out and like Interesting. Wa- take long walks in the yeah house. in the snow there doesn't snow It oh, doesn't snow. There. Never. there never
1: I take it back. I
3: Towns Tropical Island. Yeah.
1: You're yeah. a tropical island. <laughs> yeah. so it's not thank, Korea. Thank you. <laughs> But, but anyway,
3: it is a uh, it's yeah, but it's more like people go out and like they'll look at the decorations that get put up and take selfies, take selfies, tons of selfies. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of people hold hands.
2: I hear
1: mm. yeah. it's major cuffing season over there.
2: I mean, I'm going to be <laughs> heading to Taiwan in uh four days, so wow. I, are I are can report your back.
1: Girlfriend with you?
2: No, she has to work. Aww. But we're, we're planning on taking them the trip.
1: Cutest. But you're you're going to yeah. be sticking out like a sore thumb in Taiwan without. You know, with partnerless,
2: It's very sad. It's, it's like the first time I had <laughs> to like shade. really consider. Do I really want to spend
1: the, the holidays with my parents? <laughs> well, holidays for me are really, really family centric because it's the only time in our entire year that we're actually intentionally set, setting aside time for us to all get together.
3: Oh, that's nice. So it's like
1: the least romantic time of the year. <laughs> it's about justifying careers and checking in on real estate. Yeah. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> are you I putting your that. college degree to use?
2: Well, it it's is. Funny. It is the holiday season, so yeah. yeah. Happy holidays everybody. Happy yeah.
1: holidays and welcome Chuck. I didn't get to insert my welcome. Oh, yeah. Thank
2: you. Thank you for having me. We'll talk more to Chuck about his illustrious career.
1: You got a lot <laughs> um, going on. It's really great. After the
2: break, but we start to show every week with a pop culture roundtable discussion about what's on our minds in the world of movies, TV, media, the world. Um, and this week, let's start with Minji. What's on your mind?
1: I actually have a topic that I prepared for. Yay! <laughs> well, my topic is is Asian American pop culture related because I'm really excited to see that Mulan has finally been cast. Yeah, with uh, I want to say her name correctly. So you correct me.
3: Oh, Liu I don't, I don't Yifei? have the name. Huh? close enough,
1: Yifei, you? Liu?
3: Close enough. Okay. Liu Yifei I don't no, know I have to, I have to look Li at that yeah. <laughs>
1: but Liu is her last name right? Liu is her yes, last name is, yeah. and we're doing the Asian style Um. but yeah apparently the search was like crazy and there was a, over a thousand actresses who got seen and they had very specific requirements obviously that she's ethnically Chinese apparently she's also fluent in English mm-hmm. which is great and then she can do martial arts and everything and <laughs> Uh, I think she's, like, 30 years old, but, you know, ageless, looks like she's, she's 30 years old is, yeah, that's, like,
3: Chinese, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like 18, yeah. Yeah, like, pretty yeah. much. Well, <laughs> not I don't know about 18,
1: but... <laughs> We're being generous a bit, here. Yeah, a little generous. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm really hey, excited.
3: Makeup can do wonders. Yeah, makeup can do wonders.
1: <laughs> it can, I know the power very well. Um,
3: yeah, I saw this Um, go,
2: this was... Um, when did this go up? Like a couple days ago.
1: Like yeah, like two days ago. Yeah,
3: yeah. I just think it's ridiculous that people are <laughs> like, "Oh my god, thank God that they cast an a Chinese woman to play Mulan," and it's like, what? but
1: that, but see, that's like <laughs> that like, is s- very exempt, like exemplar, <laughs> exemplary of like the absurdity of yeah. it all.
3: It's so crazy that we have to be like, <sighs> "Oh man, thank God that Mulan is Chinese." That's like so <laughs> insane that we're like relieved about that. Yeah, but I yeah. guess like in like. It makes sense.
1: I mean, okay, my yeah, my my reaction was not as like thank God. It was like oh cool, yay. Yeah, right. And yay. And um, and then if they hadn't right, so it's, if they hadn't made her Chinese, if it was not a Chinese woman, I would then I would have just lost. That my would shit. be so
3: crazy. Yeah, that'd be insane.
1: That'd just be insane. So then that reaction would have been quite intense.
2: Yeah, but I wonder what's like. So what's next, right? So we don't know anything about the script, right? We know that it's not gonna
3: it's not It's not going to be a shot for shot remake of the cartoon. Or is it? I don't think I so. I heard that it's not even going to be a musical. I'm not Aww. sure. I heard rumors about that, but I'm not sure if they're going to follow. Well,
1: fruit, they've been doing fruit. different things with live actions because like Snow White had like three different versions going on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They had the Charlize Theron one and then they had the, uh, they had like one where Julia Roberts was like the evil queen. And, like, oh, yeah. You know? And like, so a lot of, some of them are completely like kind of create, they take yeah. creative liberty. But I, this one seems like pretty.
2: And the official Disney ones too. I the Cinderella was more.
3: Different, but Beauty and the Beast was shot for shot. shot for shot. shot yeah. yeah, I mean they added one beast song. I think. <laughs> oh, did
1: they? Yeah. I. Yeah. Saw, it's on Netflix now. I cried
3: during Beauty and the Beast. oh Because I was on a plane, and when you're <laughs> when you watch movies on planes, you're just I, emotional. Well, I heard that because you feel isolated uh-huh. and you're on a plane and you're watching like a small screen, like you're more inclined to get emotional in movies. Oh. And it was just like really funny. I was just like watching it, and then all of a sudden I was like, Am I crying? What the-? <laughs> What is happening? What to part? Uh, it was the part where the beast let Belle go back to oh, her. Oh, that
1: would have totally hurt.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, you let her go. <laughs> That's Dude, love. Do what's best for her. I like, mean, you know. Yeah. It's
1: very Asian. Yeah, let you go now.
3: <laughs> it's like yeah, sacrifice for your I love. You'd
1: be better without me.
3: <laughs> I did
2: tear up a little bit when I watched Coco.
3: Oh, yeah, I, I like very, got yeah. yeah, I got very. I'm emotional gonna watch
1: that Cocoa. very soon. Very, so That'll yeah. probably be my topic next week because I'm gonna freak out. I already know.
3: Oh uh, yeah,
2: it's you very good. Just, Head in the theater maybe 30 minutes after the scheduled start time. Yeah, because of No, the- I heard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've heard profuse. Like, a lot of people are not very happy about that. I want to
2: talk about that. Yeah, like, how how... Is that your topic? Like, no, no. <laughs> okay. It's, it's connected to Disney. But, like, how effed up is it that, like, you have this great movie about uh, Mexican heritage and you just have to... Ruin it by sticking frozen in the beginning and saying, Hey, hey, there's white people too. Yeah, don't forget. was that
1: what it was? Because there's somebody who's, there and I <laughs> haven't watched it, so I can't say it's
2: not. But when you do this kind of like chicanery, it like, like it's like just an like an yeah. ironic
1: <laughs> juxtaposition yeah. of like, This is,
2: this I had a old like, like mixing grinding sitting next to me, like. Hey, is this is this Coco? Because they came in like ten minutes late, so they had, they, they had no
3: idea. That's it was a just, really
1: long short. There's it's a 20- twenty one minutes, yeah.
3: 21, 22 minutes. It's and it's it was supposed to be a television special, <laughs> and they just stuck it in front of Coco for I. <laughs> no one knows why.
1: That's hell long.
3: I think maybe it's because like they were scared that people wouldn't be able to accept a culturally. Like, I mean, that's what culture.
1: I'm saying. There's a lot of different questions going out in it's the so universe crazy. right but now then, i don't know i've yeah. watched
2: it i mean watching it you realize wow we've had like moana and now coco like i'm kind of past frozen <laughs> i'm done
3: with frozen yeah you i know? mean it's also like pretty old at this point it's been like three years i'm just saying it's
1: underrated compared to tangled but whatever it's uh, underrated compared to Tangled. i mean overrated yeah. sorry i can't i said tangled oh was, tangled I'm, is sorry a, wait wire so across, do you saying,
2: like tangled
1: I think Tangled was Less? more impressive. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I said it wrong. I think Tangled And
2: Mary may not have cried when uh,
3: she cut her hair off. Oh.
1: Marvin, he has feelings. <laughs> yeah. Were you on a plane?
3: <laughs> I was. See? <laughs> I told you. It's a thing. Next so, time next time we're on a plane, guys.
1: So the theory holds.
3: I watched. Uh, some last time I was on a plane, I
2: watched Kung Fu Panda 3 in Chinese. It was pretty awesome. Oh, that's very good.
1: nice. But it was. I'm still like I wasn't like bouncing off the walls, but I think that it's great. I think it's like I'm just excited that this movie's getting made. This oh, is yeah. my general like, yay! We get a live action awesome. It's gonna be great. I'm really curious. Did they cast Shang?
2: No. Or well, we don't even know if there is a Shang because Shang is a made up character.
1: I know, for the but cartoon we need a hot asian guy <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, hello yeah. that'd be great <laughs> or five
1: whatever <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> someone that he competes with or whatever uh what's
3: on your mind chuck oh uh well i mean it's all over just in general the me too movement has been great you know but like we re- very f- fairly recently matt lauer from yeah. NBC um uh, got outed as a b- total creep like uh, not just a total like complete monster yeah, <laughs> like, scary like he has a button in his I think it was recently he has a button yeah in that
1: his, shit is ridiculous in his office
3: that locks the door that's, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so that's like gross and that's like bond level villain. yeah that's like click <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you're like, mine it's, now it's right next to having a button underneath your table that like dumps you into a yeah dungeon. <laughs> like you know <laughs> literally dr evil style yeah, uh, the floor drops <laughs> yeah beneath it's so you. crazy and yeah mm-hmm.
2: i mean that's related to asian american pop culture because matt law is the reason that Ann curry like had to leave the the yeah was it the today show or like the what's the, uh, of the i show don't name? know what show he does
3: man yeah. i don't watch his stuff but. well it's
1: not even that the way that it connects to asian culture not to like be, like say anything about what you're saying Mark, but like it relates. This is the world that we all live in, and like I deal with creepy old white guys all the time. Yeah, like that's part yeah. of my life, and we're all working and living be- <laughs> alongside every. No, okay, it's not just creepy old white men. I'm, I'm. What I'm actually curious about because, like I, I want to call out some Asian American creeps. There are mm-hmm. plenty of those too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like it's I'm not just trying- men in general. It's men in general, and so it's not like the the very powerful, popular ones that are getting outed in a major way right now are like unsurprisingly a lot of older white men mm-hmm. but like also like Bill Cosby and yeah what Luis case part Mexican I don't know but <laughs> it's 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 a very big problem and I've been bringing this up pretty much every week on the podcast because it's never ending and it's like always kind of the newest person but I think it's also important to acknowledge the different nuances of each situation yeah. because the way that they abuse their power or the level of creepiness like it all kind of tells a different side to one Awful story. Yeah, I, I mean, of
2: abuse the and harassment. Yeah, I think a recent narrative that's been coming out is like, what's been not only the emotional trauma, but what's been lost because of people like this in yeah. power. Like they're saying that um, the show "Good Girls Revolt," which is about you know women in journalism trying to get equal like opportunity, rep- opportunity. Yeah. Um, they weren't given a second season because of executives who later are now being.
3: Outed as, outed
2: as sexual harassers and people who don't treat women well. Like well. I mean, well. And like going back to Anne Curry, like yeah. she was asked to leave the show because she didn't have enough chemistry with Matt Lauer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like he she wouldn't flirt with them or be flirty on the air with them, and that made him like, I don't want to work with her.
3: Well, I mean, that's lovely. It's I mean, it's horrible. But it's the the idea that there's like lost art. There's like lost there's like people that we that could have been amazing, or yeah. like art, or like creative projects that could have been great, and that we could have had that aren't don't exist because of these these situations where men are being like horrible and being like sexual harassers, sexual assaulters in positions of power mm-hmm. that like, like silence these uh, yeah, creative like boys voices. Club yeah, people, yeah, right. and I mean. And if you're like an Asian guy, and you're and you're and you're like, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, you know, you have to really the way you relate to it is like if you're, if you're an Asian person and your your voice is being silenced because of your race, it's the same thing, not the same thing, but like it's similar to when a woman's voice gets silenced because of like sexual and and probably at even worse levels. Yeah, it's, uh, it's compounded. Uh, yeah.
1: Cause I get, I I get treated a certain way before I even open up my mouth or everyone gets to know who I am, what I think, what I do. There's a certain. I can tell, and I'm not saying this like as in a proud thing, but I can walk. I can walk in. I know. I know business women who are incredibly competent. This is outside entertainment. They run companies to like work with entrepreneurs and whatever. They do not get taken seriously if they are beautiful in any way, like attractive in any way. They are treated in, in ridiculous ways that a man can't even like would never have to think about. I'm not blaming men. It's because they don't deal with it. Like I've had when they do conference calls they've literally had people go like, hey, they get their coworkers to come look at the woman that they are co- like, this is the girl who's going to help. Whoa. Like, yeah. yo, can we talk about business? <laughs> like, I yeah. thought I am talking talking about your company. I mean, you're a consultant not being ogled and like literally having a frat boy like meeting yeah, at I the th- Skype
3: th- <laughs> <I> just, like, <laughs> That's just like unprofessional in general. All of the things, know? yeah. It's like, it's like you shouldn't be acting
1: it's demeaning that, you shouldn't be
3: acting that way in a business setting and just you shouldn't be doing it
1: right like, and we're yeah. finally calling it out so thank, yeah, thank God yeah because
2: in general there is there is a double standard when it comes to like men and women and you know any like there was um, I've, I'm seeing this a lot with my friends now with daughters like trying to figure out how to Raise them so that they're confident and strong because right. these days that's what that's what you want. You want yeah. like strong, confident women, and you know there's stories like you see commercials like um, there's this um this organization that promotes girls to pursue STEM careers, mm-hmm. and it's like a montage of little girls being told to don't get dirty, don't play with those tools, give that to your brother, like yeah. all these things that like reinforce the idea that girls shouldn't be. Girls Handies. should be girly, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That they need to be delicate and femme. Here's the thing like, you can be all those things, but and and my actually, I talked about this with my grandma. Did I tell you about what I I argued with my I I tend, sometimes I argue with my grandma,
2: mm-hmm. which time I mean, just
3: so I know, so but many. the one
1: about my cousin's kids, no, so I have nieces. And, uh, and a nephew And then she's always I just realized It's different when Like I grew up Hearing a certain thing And then when I heard My grandma say it to someone That I'm like You know their auntie mm-hmm. And she's always saying There's a word in Korean It means pretty Like mm-hmm. oh When you do something good You tell them like You're pretty You're pretty You're pretty oh. So I was like mm-hmm. No and I was like grandma like say something else and i was being very nice at first and she's like why and i'm like just say t- tell her she did good like tell her a different word don't just use that word and then we ended up like she kept saying it i was like stop it and it started irking me more and more and then i was like look if you if you if the only thing the reward that she gets is a validation that she's pretty just cuz she was helpful or if she was like tell her you're very smart you're very helpful oh like what a kind girl you are like use yeah. different adjectives and and the funny thing is the language kind of doesn't reflect that because those are not commonly used terms that you say to like a little girl. Right? So it's kind of like, even culture is interesting what it reinforces. I'm trying to think if there
2: is like a Chinese equivalent.
1: What do you say to a little kid when you're like, oh, good job? Or like, I don't know. Like, Like,
3: how bang? Yeah. Good job. (laughs) Good job. Very, very good. So we
1: have chariso when she means good job. But then with, yeah, with my nieces, she kept saying, I don't know. I'm like, why just can you say something else besides telling her she's pretty? I
3: don't know. I think in Chinese, there's not. There's like I mean
2: like, show which is like just like oh she's she's very like good like, like uh socially top, like yeah that's know. good like, see yeah like
1: I don't know but like I'm I'm noticing that even like within my own family how those like the, though it goes down to that level of like how do we shape minds because like again there's just I could go on about this for years <laughs> and years how much a woman her brain space is like. Kind of programmed to seek validation for how she looks, right? Mm-hmm. On top of the consumerism, sorry, on like you know being sold products from like the time you're born.
3: Well, I mean, I think it's, it comes down to, like you said, value, like what you, like what it's, it's the same, it's similar to the reason why men are not don't have that issue. Well, obviously, because we live in a patriarchal society, but at the same time, it's. Are a lot of the value put on men is like how much, like in media, is like how much money you make, like right. how aggressive you are, like you know how, like how macho you are as, yeah. a, as a person. So those are things that, like, if a guy doesn't have that, they feel they will feel ostracized, and it's right. changing.
2: So yesterday we were at a, um, a Hockey Sorhadi's panel, and Dilo, one of the panelists, brought up like, why is it <clears throat> when men feel emasculated when men don't feel like. Like men, they're called girly. Like yeah. being a girl, a female, is automatically like
3: the second class. Like
1: is the standard, insult right? to the man. Well, it's,
3: it's an insult to the man by yeah. right? calling them a girl. Like which is it's, yeah, it's why crazy. is yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's also you know, in general, everyone has struggles with different stuff, and you hear like arguments about you know why don't why don't girls. Guys are like, why don't girls like it when guys, you know, cat call them? You know, they're dense people who are like, oh, you know, like I would love to be like if a girl like said something nice to me, like I would like it. You know, it's different. Like we're not afraid to get <laughs> raped. Like you know, <laughs> like it's not like the the yeah. the the from. Also, you guys deal with it so much. It happens all the time online, in real life. It it's just like it's so much of your life is just people like hurling these things at you. And you know? they
2: can be threatening. They yeah. can be <laughs> threats. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And like I'm not saying that guys don't get raped. I'm saying that the probability of of a woman catcalling me and them being a threat to me uh pretty low. Is like much lower than it is for yeah. a woman. So you have to understand that, yes, it is different. Like, very different. You know, it's just different.
1: I'm glad these conversations again, as uncomfortable as it is. And it's very demoralizing, very discouraging to kind of just feel like, okay, wow, we can't, we really can't trust anybody anymore kind of feeling. But, you know, I don't think that just because I acknowledge that there are men who are super uh, just insensitive and gross and have these, you know, very negative, habits and behaviors I don't think that all men are like that it's Mm -hmm. not that it actually helps distinguish because thankfully because I've been through those situations for me it's like when there are good men I love them even more because I'm just like thank you for being you know looking me in my eyes and like acknowledging something that I did that is in a not you know in just a very supportive wonderful way and not creepy you know it actually on the contrary makes me appreciate good men so I think that's also a good a silver lining to all of this is that it's making, you know, we got to call out the, the crap for what it is. And it also highlights, like, this is what good men look like. Yeah. this These are the awesome men who it's not an issue because this is why.
2: Right. Like the reaction should be from like most you should be, I'm glad I'm not like that. Or I shouldn't be like that. Not like, oh, man, no, I can't do that anymore.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: I can't even say it. I can't pinch asses. Like, when <laughs> do we get so sensitive?
3: That's so crazy. <laughs> but it's also in general, I there are because I'm in comedy, there are a lot of guys who... I mean, we're awkward, you know. We we like not for the most part. We're not very good at socializing uh, in general. But and they get anxious. They're like, "Oh, well, what do, can I not say anything? Like, what's where's the line? Because you don't know what it is." And a lot of times, it's just ask. You know, it's yeah. like. It, you don't have to, like, decode something. Sometimes if it's it's just better if you just know for sure just by asking the lady, maybe. Right. And I, feel that it can be very ner- nervous. It's, it's hard. A lot of guys just don't have that part. <laughs>
1: but then there. I just feel like with comedy, too, there's so many things to talk about besides... I mean, sex is such an easy, <laughs> yeah. like, common topic. So mm-hmm. I get it. But also, like... Oh, you're
3: talking about stand? I'm just talking no, about interaction. Yeah, the
1: interaction, but it kind of bleeds into all of that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if that's your go to, and I, because I know a lot of comedians, you're being part of collab. We've met so many like Asian American comedians. I was like, look, you could make comedy about like calendaring. Do you know what I'm saying? You could take a very benign, neutral subject, and you, if you're funny, you can make a lot of things funny. It's like, to me, sometimes the, the, the that comedy got so old and like stupid. Because you're using, yeah, like I've seen people do it really well, so I'm not knocking. I think raunchy comedy like when it's well done it's one of my faves but everyone
3: thinks they can do it yeah 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 and they can't so that that
1: <laughs> hence the danger of being a comedian <laughs> yeah but it is uh-uh.
3: it is it is
2: it is a topic
1: bless sure. your hearts
2: <laughs> alright really quickly my topic this week is um, speaking of um, art that is um, art that got prevented from being made I guess that's my that's my segue um, did you guys hear about the new editor-in-chief of Marvel no so um it's a dude named CB Sobolski, I believe, and the comic books. Yeah, and then um, after he got promoted, it came out, and this is like I guess an open secret that for a while, for like a good like few years, he was writing under a pseudonym named Akira Yoshida. Oh no! <laughs> what? And so think back and think about all the times like they put Wolverine in like Japan. And, that was like, him. That was him. So he specialized in stories that put Marvel characters in Japan. And because the editors of Marvel at that time didn't know he wasn't Japanese, they thought, oh, a Japanese dude is writing these stories.
3: Yo, <laughs> it's authentic.
1: Oh, wow, that, that brings up <laughs> Prob- a whole mess of stuff. Problematic,
3: yeah. problematic. Um, I wonder this, what I
1: can ghost right now. Like, I mean, before, yeah. Like, student, like, have my pen name. Yeah, and B-Y. this brings
2: back memories of like that one dude that won like a poetry award. For like writing under a Chinese pseudonym, yeah, and and the name Akira Yoshida is like it's like John fake name,
3: yeah. It's like the most like I mean I I'll be honest like the Wolverine stuff the stuff that happened in Japan I didn't really read mm-hmm. it was it was it I just wasn't as interested i mean i i didn't read a lot of wolverine comics in general yeah unless it was like x-men or if it was like specific like old man logan i read which i thought i think it's an overrated comic uh but uh i liked it i thought it was good but i think it gets too much praise i think the movie's the movie like, is better better yeah. than like the, comic.
2: Um, the um um our friend um jen fang from reappropriate had the thread on twitter looking back at all the storylines and he wrote for a lot of different characters, like he wrote for Kitty Pride, who became a ninja in Japan. And in all of the stories, it was all very heavily like honor, family, sacrifice, honor, honor, honor. Mm-hmm. You defend my like that. It was like a very like schlocky like oh, okay. interpretation of Japanese culture, It's like yeah. a
1: caricature or like a, well, it's just like
2: a, every other line was like yeah, like oh, we must do this for honor or. Like,
1: oh, that's yeah. lovely. It's like
2: generalizations on like China, like Asian, East Asian culture. So
1: whoever you know? like didn't know that he was in Japanese, he probably thought it was like, oh, this is just probably like a like a low translation or like this is no. A-
2: well, the reason why Marvel hired him was they were looking for diverse diversity. They were See? looking for diversity that can write in English. So that's like kind of the yeah. bullshit
3: part. That I'm sorry, you're allowed to swear on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, that's kind of the bullshit part. Like people talk about. um like opportunity and it's like you're taking away the opportunity for probably a really talented maybe japanese maybe chinese like maybe a like asian person to come in and and write something that is like genuine and of that culture that can be that can not just be like you said honor honor honor, family 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 (laughs) that's not all we talk about all the time you know and put it into like a like a world like put a story into a world where it feels respectful and like lived in. That's why Coco so good yeah. because it's, it does feel lived in. They did treat the thing, uh, treat with a lot of uh, <laughs> respect. But, um, I mean, it just feels in this case, it, uh, even, even if he was a white dude and he did write in a ja- like a Japanese setting and he yeah. did it well, I'd be like, Hey, you did it good. I'm hopefully you, you hired some, you know, Japanese <laughs> illustrators or like maybe you had a like, you had some references that were Japanese that helped you out with it and maybe you can help them get opportunities in the future but this just feels like you're lying it's to people <laughs> yeah.
0: it's such a
2: bizarre story and like um we're going to go to break pretty soon but okay. if you guys just follow it's all over like the geek news like, I'll, go ch- I'll go check right it out now. but it's sure like, there's a lot of arguing there mm. is there, there were accounts of him actually like like him the person after he became established as a comic book writer, referring to Akira Yoshida as someone who he's met before yeah, and he's yeah. worked with. Wow. And there this were, there's accounts problems. of like Marvel executives Meeting Akira Yoshida, but it was actually a Japanese translator
3: playing Akira Yoshida. Well, I mean, at, th- at this point, is that's a, that's just that might just be like illegal. Yeah, no, at this point, it's just fraud. Yeah, at this point, that just might be fraud.
1: Like that's you crazy, know? and it's he's just, profiting. Like he's building a career off of that, of, and he, off he of he being anything, Japanese. Yeah, off of so, being Japanese. I feel like at that point, is mm-hmm. and him hiring his translator to play this person yeah. is a very clear indication that he knows that this is the what this job is contingent upon let me that's just this person's crazy but i also like i'm thinking two characters right now because i think of nbc shows all the time um i was thinking of dwight from the office and i'm thinking (laughs) of jeremy jam from parks and rec because both of them are like the white guys who are obsessed with japanese or asian culture and i i I love that there are people who are self-aware enough to like make comedy out of that because to show like this is how bro like yeah, just it's send them a crazy. clip. What are you doing? Um. There's a difference between like revering, having respect and appreciation for something and then just being like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Side note, side note. How good are the uh, angry Asian man um, babysitters club? covers They're that he's pretty been good. posting. Oh, I haven't have you looked seen at that.
3: Claudia's my girl. Yeah, it reminds me of... I met um, him at Asian AF. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a really dealer. chill guy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're not friends with Phil? I thought you... Like, <laughs> I mean, I've
3: like yeah, yeah. had interactions yeah, with yeah, him. The yeah.
1: most know, like, recent
2: one is um, Claudia and a boy at like Arcade and then the, the title is Claudia suspects that he has yellow fever. <laughs>
1: Accurate. That's oh yeah, I think awesome. I did see one of those. That's really yeah, funny. They're really good. Did you guys either any of you guys know The Babysitter's Club? No. Uh, yeah, I think see? I
3: read one book when yeah. I was younger. That whole
1: series was my life.
3: Back when I was a kid, I was girl stuff. These
1: are young so, entrepreneurs yeah. though. They're freaking badass. I, uh, I made moved a to, business I in I moved to grade.
3: Taiwan when I was nine so it was right before. <laughs> nice. I hit they're I'm eighth sure graders
1: with helped. a functioning business, man. Oh, I know. I, I heard about how That's much babysitters make.
3: I'm like, man...
1: No, they break it down. I didn't understand this book, this series, like introduced me to entrepreneurship since I was a child.
2: <laughs> That's great. It's like,
1: thanks, Christy, Claudia, Stacy, oh. Marianne. It's cool. Thank it you. Must be a first what of all Mallory, topic. Jesse.
2: All right. And on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll be back to talk tomorrow with Chuck. Yeah.
1: Woo! Woo! Woo!
2: It's Marvin here. Uh, Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Collabcast. Um, The Collabcast, of course, is a part of the Collaboration Movement, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment. Discovering, developing, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the AAPI community. You can find out more about Collaboration, our programs, and check out our other content offerings by going to our website at www.collaboration.org. Uh, the collab cast is also a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasts featuring unique voices from the Asian American community. Every week, I like to feature a different podcast from the potluck collective and this week i wanted to highlight the korean drama podcast a rewatch podcast for people who don't watch korean dramas they just wrapped up their first season covering the seminal korean drama boys over flowers check out the latest season finale episode where the hosts take a look back on the past season and do some reflection and fun fact as the editor of the show i also make an appearance. You can find the Korean Drama Podcast and the other great programs of the Potluck Collective by going to the website podcastpotluck.com. Thanks again for spending your time with us on the Collabcast. Um, Now let's get back to the show. And we're back to episode 148 of the collab cast. Bah, bah, bah. Almost <laughs> two away from 150. 150. Almost there. 150. 150. 150. <laughs> Give me a 40. Man, that's almost three years of podcasting, Minji. Very, Can you believe very
1: proud it? and. Blown away and feel very old, <laughs> but these are great memoirs to have. I'm gonna listen back yeah. when I'm like 60 years old. I was like,
3: oh. I remember when we were upset about gender <laughs> inequality. <laughs> what a, like, what an uncivilized age that yeah, was. It was! Uncivilized ages. Now we just uh, have gladiators in the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to live
1: in a bubble because yeah. our, our climate. We are not like,
3: hiding from Emperor Trump, like, yeah, Trump. Yeah, Junior. God, remember, remember when we didn't have robot arms? <laughs> Aww. Aww. Oh, what a what a time! Everything was manual.
1: <laughs> oh, we actually use things. Oh. I'm thinking Minority Report right now. I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. Is that the dream? That's yeah. not my dream.
2: Well, not the not the scary pre-crime part, but the
3: swiping in the air. That's, I always wanted so to do close. that. We're so close. We're so close to that. Like, <laughs> I, I think. I feel like it's going to be less. It's going to be less exciting than you're going
1: to think. Of course, everything is like oh. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: I'm. 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 What I'm stoked about is all the g- uh, gene um, therapy and g- genetic modification leaps that we're taking in medicine right now. That stuffs. Really interesting.
2: I'm excited about the you know not being sick that. and dying part of that, yeah. not the
3: eugenics part of that. Well, I like the like the it, senescent mm. cell, senescent <laughs> cell research, yeah. like all that stuff.
1: What is different. that? Can you please elaborate uh, for those who are un- we are uncultured? Okay, then.
3: so senescent cells are cells in your body that basically stop working. Uh, they're cells that stop replicating, stop working. They just like take up space. In your body, and they they have like adverse effects on your health, and it's part of the reason that you age. Like you mm. get un, well, not that you age, but you get unhealthier as you get older. Okay. So there's been research done lately to create proteins that you can put in your body and to, to close to these cells that will make those cells just like el- kill themselves, like eliminate those cells that aren't working anymore, and it stimulates the idea is that it, one it it stimulates uh your body to create new cells and also that it um all the adverse of he- effects of those cells being in your body kind of go away so they've been researching it on mice and the su- uh, the research has proved pretty positive and the mice just get younger like they, they <laughs> or they, they
1: maintain their I youth you're gonna say buffer no, like no super super they just get mice. they just get
3: healthier they, and
1: benjamin button
3: they like their oh. fur grows back like they they just like get they're just become healthier and nice. that's something that i'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> in the future yeah. is to have a longer health span instead of just a longer lifespan. that's span. true um our guest is Chuck Ma. Hello. very Smart, apparently. Yes. <laughs> I just love, I enjoy these like crazy science stuff. I yeah. have
1: pondered a lot about death and like health because I'm like a bio nerd myself, but mm-hmm. I don't read the latest. But I've thought very like philosophically about aging and whatnot just because, like, you know, women, mm. it's like everything from like when you're five years old onward. It's like anti aging and anti wrinkle and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fountain of youth. And all that stuff. And then being in the entertainment industry, it's like super like in our face all the time. Like you can't play that. Like you, you know, you know, you're casting and women are very compartmentalized and like who is desirable and who's not. We could talk all day about that, yeah. but I, I think that aging is like part of life and accepting it as our challenge to like be genuinely happy because I wonder what would happen if we could be youthful. Nah, And son, i like, forever. I'm, nah, son. I'm down to live like, for
3: 400 years. <laughs> I don't want to do that though. Nah, dude. I'm okay I'm with that. I'm cool to cool I mean, like a <laughs>
1: 70 and I'm good.
2: I want to live to like 400 but I also want to like live a live. Yeah, not, exactly. Not like, not like live in like a tube. Yes. Yeah.
1: If I can right. be healthy yeah. and
3: live for like 200 years, why not? Exactly, Because that that's, yeah, that's but the then that's, like, quality of life as you can yeah. order. Right. right.
1: But then I'm also wondering like economically speaking, who's going to be able to afford to do that?
3: Well, I mean, that's depa- only go to Mars. Yeah. Well, de- well, it depends on what... I mean, there's a lot of different things. I think that there... I mean, there's obviously positive negative. negative. Yes. Negative, you know, overpopulation, all that stuff. Positive. I feel like if people live longer, they would care more about the planet because we're going to be on it longer. <laughs> that's, that's true. true. That's true. That's- one of the biggest flaws of humanity is our short-sightedness. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yes. that these people in power that are making, like, tons and tons of money. It's all short-term. It's all short-term yeah. because it's like, oh, I'm going to die. I don't care if, like, the earth yeah. explodes in, like, 100, 200 yeah. years. Do
1: they not have children? Like, how do you – how?
3: It's <laughs> the way that capitalism it's has shaped
2: corporations.
3: Yeah, it's like, basically yeah.
1: even if you have – Progeny, you can just still only care about yourself. Yeah.
3: But if, I mean, hope, and hopefully, if you do live longer, then you'll be more concerned about like the, fo- yeah, your footprint you leave so because you're going to be women. alive during the time. Huh?
1: So we need more women leadership. We need more balance.
3: <laughs> and we do need more balance. But I will say, I mean, I am, I'm also very like, yes, we need more balance. We need more, more diversity, the better, just in general, and in science in general. Like mm-hmm. the more diversity in the species, the longer they last. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that it's you need also good. I mean there's there's like there are people in all genders and ethnicities that are assholes. That are
1: awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: so you just want the good you want the yeah. you want to have the good people You
1: want
2: the- good to be rewarded. And I think yeah. that's like the 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 um point of like philosophy and even religion, right? Is that like you you encourage good behavior.
0: Right, right, yeah.
2: you know, some people do it because it makes them feel good, and some people do it because they don't want to go to hell, mm-hmm. but
3: like you know <laughs> it's you, like <laughs> you want the behavior to yeah, that's the only way that we're going to last as a species, yeah, you know, is if we if if the people who are looking out for everyone together like yeah. survive, if we all just cared about ourselves. Then we would implode, which is well, kind of what's happening. kind of happening. Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: little. I was, about, you know.
3: but I mean, it's. A, but there's also like people <laughs> we're on the who will, brink of. <laughs> there are people fighting against it. You know, yeah. there's that's always, what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I say, I say, for everything, I'm like bringing on because for me, just by a tiny hair, I still I believe in humanity <laughs> and I have hope in the future because it's gonna it's gonna prompt people who would have otherwise not spoken up or not been more assertive and forceful with the good. They're going to be more like it's going to it's going to take more notice. They're going to put more effort into like, no, asshole, that's not how this goes. I am going to Captain America, this thing, and we're going to all be happy and safe. You know, there are people who who step up to that role in light of the Trumps and the Weinsteins and everything like that. I think it's just like, again, that's why I say media is the most powerful medium or like what tool or opportunity to influence that.
3: Yeah, it yeah. is the
1: way that we communicate with the masses, and that's S- incredibly crucial right now. When like every day <laughs> shit's going down, someone should
2: make a disaster movie, but about what led to that disaster, right? Because most movies like they they start a disaster, and it's like that's oh, true. How do you escape? How do people true. survive? But like, let's talk about the lead up. What caused the monkey virus to co- create zombies? Right. What caused all the things. the world to flood in twenty twelve?
1: Right. <laughs> I know? like that. I, I think know, that'd I mean, be great. Like just like
2: all the all the failures, all the system failures or market failures that led to the calamity. It won't
3: be a very exciting movie for people to watch though. It would no, be I frustrating th- I, though. No,
1: I think there's yeah. a way. Again, if you have good story. Oh yeah. If you if you made the
3: big short, yeah, we'll do it like yeah, the big yeah, exactly. short where
1: it's people exactly. who saw it
2: coming but yeah. no one listened to. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and then underdog. you see it and
1: you're like, what the f-? you know, <laughs> like and it it takes complex things and makes it so much more understandable. understandable. Like that's so yeah, important. That's a hard
3: thing to do, but yeah, yeah that'd be cool. I mean, in general that's a I mean that's kind of what they did with Planet of the Apes, right? The first movie that's was true. how the apes. Uh, oh
1: yeah yeah yeah. 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 The, they're the they're studying, one? they're yeah.
3: studying it was a
2: uh, Alzheimer's medicine yeah. that created smart apes. Yeah. 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 John Lithgow was pretty good in that. Yeah. yeah. John
1: Lithgow's a great actor.
2: Yeah, for in general he's just a good good actor he's in general. He's lovely.
1: <laughs> was he in The Crown?
2: Yeah, he plays uh Churchill. Yeah, yeah, Churchill.
1: He's I mean that show in general is a little boring for me but he's lovely
3: I haven't, I haven't watched the crown i'll be honest i watch predominantly uh comic book stuff and uh <laughs> yeah my girlfriend's really into all those like
2: um royalty shows and like was the, she
1: a Downton abbey girl
2: i'm not sure if she was but we do watch quite a bit of british baking british bake-off the great british yeah. bake-off
3: is, is one of the <laughs> most perfect shows <laughs> Why? ever Why? on netflix it's, it's just one of those shows that it, there's almost no conflict in it yeah. and it's great it's just pleasant people baking and just trying to yeah. make the best thing and it's so crazy that <laughs> it's there's like zero it's like the opposite of what american television goes so there's an american nice. version starting soon in a couple of weeks I'm probably and ruin i'm ruin curious about gonna, how they're gonna they're like gonna, it's gonna be a bunch of drama <laughs> like they're gonna try to make things dramatic they're gonna try to have like someone crazy person oh like, and they're like, like a,
1: lovely to each other is that the show i think i've heard just, of this
3: the way i can describe the best way i can describe it, it is it's very polite it's, it's very just a polite show lovely. you get to watch them make awesome. I want to watch help that. help each other out. That, yeah, that, that'd like, be, that's a
1: good antidote. This is, yeah. what, this, again, we need, these are strategies, you guys. These are like, survival strategies during these dark times.
2: <laughs> I love like the contrast between like, like British reality TV, like Terrace House, like Japanese oh, reality terrace TV. Terrace House,
3: again, one, another, another <laughs> great uh,
1: I episode love
2: show on uh, television. And then whenever they bring list. it to America, it's like, ah.
3: When we make the,
1: the Americanized, the, Americanized version. Version? the American
3: equivalent of it. It's like real the real world. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> but it's so fun. I just remember watching one of the episodes, and my friend uh Sylvia and Jenny. Shout out to you too, if you guys are watching this or re- uh, listening. Yeah, to this, watching <laughs> this podcast. Watching this podcast <laughs> on your on your just a blank <laughs> black screen. <I> <laughs> but, fixed uh,
1: image. But
3: it's it's so crazy because even if you watch how they pick their rooms and pick their beds, it's just so different. It's like usually it's like a fight, or it's like oh, I in that bed. It's like you're gonna sleep here. You're gonna sleep here. You're gonna sleep here. You're gonna sleep here? great i'll take this one (laughs) lovely and then uh the way and then when stuff does happen when it is drama it's they just sit down and it's like i want to talk about this this is how you made me feel and and it's just like wow what a great way to resolve
2: conflict i think i've
3: talked about the meat incident but like the the highest drama
2: of like the first season is like i was saving this meat for my girl why did you eat it
3: yeah
1: (laughs) I need to watch the show. Yeah, it's to chill so out.
3: pleasant. I really, <laughs> really, truly lovely. enjoy it. Uh, well,
1: on the flip side, I would say for the Office, I was just thinking that because I was watching. I finished the Office. I rewatched the whole thing and I cried my eyes out yesterday. But um, the British version was a lot more like mean and snarky, yeah. and then and then Steve Carell, God bless him, I love him so much. He's but he's, he's just so much more of a gentle. So sometimes we he's still kind he's of a still a jerk. monster. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: He's like the Murphy Law, like made human. Yeah, yeah. right. It's but just a different not, take on the same type of character. It's, right, the but Murphy he's Law is not as the like the Pete, like, no, Peter Principle. I got my things wrong. Okay, Murphy Law is anything that can go can't wrong go- will go wrong. I thought wrong.
1: It, well, I thought everything did go wrong. The
2: Peter <laughs> Principle is you will get promoted to your level of incompetence.
1: Oh, oh that's yeah. fun. Well, he's incompetent, but he wasn't like evil. Well,
2: he was a great salesman and yeah. got promoted, and he's yeah. he an incompetent manager. Yeah, Yeah, he's
1: incompetent, but he's not mean. So they're yeah. just saying like the British version of the office, is, like he's a lot meaner. Like he's, yeah. he makes fun of people and like is mean. But like Michael Scott is just so needy for <laughs> attention and love. Like he's just such a sorry guy. Yeah. But anyway, that's just my aside. Because British, yeah. everything. I love British TV and I don't watch enough of anything. <laughs> um, well,
3: speaking of reality television, oh, no. did you know yeah, that? Yeah, I was going to say, I want to know what Reality, his, uh, reality I, I mean, I was on a dance <laughs> show. I was on ABDC uh, bag on season six with my crew, Instant Noodles. What? Yeah. Season
1: six, I didn't get that far. I think I went to like three or four.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We, we had actually pretty good ratings for our season. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I
1: mean ABDC is just a hit. Yeah. Like everyone loves dance shows. Yeah. Uh,
2: you and the your comedy partner, geo Yeah, my we're comedy also partner. Part geo was yeah. also in my
3: crew. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's
1: pull up. I think we YouTube. actually looked at the booking
3: you guys at a collaboration show once. Yeah. Did we do a show for collaboration? I'm not or sure if Nintendo's
2: you... I think we were looking into it. Yeah. But, like, yeah.
3: But uh, but
2: Chuck was also on a collaboration show. He was one of Will Choi's backup dancers. Yes. For yeah, or his lip sync competition. I, I
3: was I was uh, in uh, did improv for one of the, the shows. The Asian also. AF, yeah. yeah, it was
1: awesome. Once we brought improv into collab, we're literally like, why did we never do this before up until now? Yeah. It was one of those stupid dumb moments yeah. of like, wow, we've been we're late to the game. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily.
3: It's only fairly recently <laughs> in the last like one, year or two that like Asians have really started getting involved with improv when i started i started about four years ago uh for the most part i was maybe one of two asian guys who were in like the community like kind of actively mm-hmm. uh and and most of them maybe there were more i don't know if uh i'm missing anybody but uh even in the classes for the most part i was the only asian guy asian person going. that seems to know. be just the norm, even are for UCB? acting
1: classes, right? Yeah, UCB. Yeah, because yeah. I do. I did UCB two different times, and then I do scene study class. I've been doing scene study for five years, and there are not very many Asian people. There's more now. More There's now. A little bit more now. But I've and I've audited all over LA and New York, and again, it's still like it, it's growing now. It's within the last, I'd say, like two years. It's really.
3: Starting more to, but yeah. like
1: yeah the previous years it was like nope just me <laughs>
3: yeah
2: so in case you ever wonder why chuck dances so well on his shows
1: yes
2: <laughs> yeah i was
3: i did it for a long time i studied dance in college i was uh-huh.
1: a, i was gonna say i was like what was your college experience were you in a college crew or like
3: uh i was in a hip-hop crew but i didn't do the collegiate team stuff geo did he was on kava modern uh but i so uc rvine yes yeah, so he was at uci but i was at chapman um, I also was a dance major, and I didn't start dancing until I was sixteen.
1: Wow. You're a dance major, yeah.
3: So I was like behind. I, my technique was not up to par. So all I cared about it was like ten, ten to twelve hours a day. All I did was dance. I didn't, Whoa. I didn't date anybody. <laughs> I didn't go, I didn't go to parties that often. All I wanted to do was I needed to catch up to people. And that's
0: what hey. I did.
3: That reminds me of like my friends were like, like okay, my friends were music majors because they just.
2: Practice in their dark cellar yeah, all man. day, <laughs> and my friends were coders because they just coded
3: in their dark cellars all well, day.
1: My architecture uh, friends. What was yeah. that? the studio?
3: What was that a movie that came out about that drummer? Well, Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah, I, a, I watched I don't watch that. that yet. I watched it and I related to it. But I remember watching it and when his his fingers were bloody and like <laughs> it was like, oh look how hard he works. I'm like in my mind, I was like, I was in a, I wasn't even in an art school. I was in a like we had a great dance program, but. I, everyone worked that hard. Like yeah. everyone worked that, like, everyone was, everyone That's was, not special. Yeah, everyone was dancing that hard. And when you talk, and I bet you, if you talk to like musicians who did go to university for like drum, drums or whatever, I have a friend uh, who went, who, who studied uh, drums and um, percussion uh, in, a, in a music school. And he was like, Yeah, we all practice that hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you if you didn't practice that hard, you would get be, on out. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like you'd be left behind. Like and so when I was like, That's great that you're showing I'd related it to it a lot. But the whole time I was like, everyone is working like mo- like I would say most people are working that hard. Like That's you good are to know. you are in the studio dancing for how however many hours. Talk to any even like just collegiate dance teams, not even dance majors, <laughs> they have they're they're like Practicing till two a.m. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like
2: yeah, career paths for artists, like creatives, are are limited, right? Especially yeah, for musicians versus dancers. Like you know, you tr- you're trying to get into a company, you're trying to get into uh, like a theater industry, yeah, yeah, and you have to be like it's like it's like law school or business. You have to be like top ten
3: percent or yeah, one percent of best. your class to even get noticed by by, by, anybody. by anybody. And that's and that's it. Was just funny. I was watching. That. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I relate to this a lot, but also. Why isn't everyone else like playing uh, in, in yeah. there, like playing drums, you know, like working as hard as he <laughs> is? It makes no sense.
1: Yeah. Crack the whip. Um, I really yeah. need to watch this movie.
3: But yeah, I was on ABDC. Very to cool. To sum up that. <laughs>
1: so then that was like your tr- so after Chapman dance major dancing was like your full time thing. Yeah, How did I did like it go full into cr- time.
3: Comedy? Well, okay, so this is a funny story. Um, we did it for. We were on ABDC and we like toured for about like a year and a half, two years, just you know colleges, you know festivals with the crew. And when you go tour with dance crew, people always ask. They, they don't understand that like dancing is very tiring. <laughs> people just don't, <laughs> people just don't get it. Like it's like they're like, oh, can you do like a thirty thirty minute like we need Ooh. thirty, oh, we need a thirty minute block, and you don't realize that most. For the most part your your dance numbers are like maybe like especially for we did B boys, we were break it B boys, it's like five, six minutes, you know, seven mm-hmm. minutes at top tops. Yeah. yeah. And so what we would do is we would we would do like we I, I would introduce everybody and then we do like five minute set and then I would just, get the mic again and talk a little bit and talk about stuff and then we do another six, five so minutes. That's ahead. how
1: you're intro to comedy?
3: So that's how I started doing, <laughs> doing stand-up. I just did a little Posting! bit of stand-up. Yeah, like I would, but I would just, because I love, I love always love stand-up so and I always enjoyed comedy so I would just like, you know have jokes i would tell jokes and then i would like every time the joke if the joke didn't work or like i would be like go back and be like okay, how can i like make this joke better like maybe i should mention this pause here you know enunciate this like you know like a like a, so hard like a comedian you know <laughs> yeah so i i did that and i started going to like open mics and stuff after we we uh kind of stopped touring and like everyone kind of went on and wanted pursued like their own passions and like uh their own lives um, and then someone was like, "Hey, you should check out UCB." So I checked out UCB, and then I fell in love with improv, and I still do it all the time—probably too much, um, <laughs> definitely too much, actually. Uh, but I started doing that all the time, and I really enjoy it. I've have had an itch to do more stand up lately; been wanting to get back into it. But I just—you're well, you know,
1: around some really great stand up comedians. Yeah, so I feel man, like it's yeah. natural. You're like—I
3: oh, okay. see them do it, and I'm just like, "Oh man, that's great! I'd love to be able to do that and uh, again." And I thought, and I had like at the end of the tour, I had like like a. 10, 15 minutes set, like you know, and it was it was good. I mean, it wasn't like amazing, but uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought you know it was like some good material.
1: And you're in the land of comedy clubs. You could literally like work workshop that anywhere in saying, the, like a random mi- corner. Open mics
3: are <laughs> some of the toughest. Like one of the reasons why I, I like improv more than um, stand up is that just op- just that that open mic scene is just so yeah. sad. <laughs> it's just so it's just, like you talk like comedians talk about like. A lot of them are like, you like, oh, they seem sad. Like, you know, a lot of it is just like, I feel like you just get beat down by these like comedy, like open mic comedy gigs. I mean, you have to do it because you need, I mean, you don't have to, but I feel like you need to learn, you need to grab the mic, you need to practice your material. But at some point, it feels like like an inverse. Improve, improvement Because you're, sometimes It's just like Two people in the audience Two or three Other See but startups. you gotta talk
1: to them Like there's 50 of them there You know what I mean But like they don't
3: the, They're not gonna give you anything I know They're not gonna give I you laughs know. So you don't even know If your material Creativity, works Creativity
1: You just like, gotta like Feel it out Looking for
3: that chuckle They're yeah. like uh-huh. But, but uh-huh. you don't even know If they're what Because what a, a Stand up is laughing at Is gonna be different Than what a normal audience laughs at. Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. just like Anything So it's so you don't even know If your material is getting better <laughs> um, You just, You need to get in front of the best way is to get in front of like a real audience as much as possible. And that's very hard to do.
1: And that takes yeah. a lot of guts that a lot of people probably don't have. I don't know,
3: man. <laughs> Sometimes crashing and burning is in a, in a weird way. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I live for those moments
3: in a weird way. It feels like, it's like, Oh yeah, this is, this is the, this is the worst it gets. <laughs> like, you know, like you sometimes, you, these moments, sometimes these are it. the,
1: this is the art growing well, right like, now. You know, when
3: you get like, that's a good attitude to have yeah. though. You know, when like, you like yeah. break up with someone and then like, you're in the, like the, the, the throes of, uh, of like this, like just like heartbreaker. Sometimes you're just like, oh yeah. <laughs> like you're like, like you're like, oh, this is, let me write an R
1: and B song right now. This is, is life.
3: Like, like, you know, I'm alive. <laughs> I, okay.
1: I thought I was the only one I was like, honestly, okay. Cause I have been through like. In in the breakups, but I'm like, that's when I felt like I really became a whole person. Was that even when I was like desperately sad? I was like, I'm really grateful I can feel this. Like it's better than nothing. And you
3: know you're gonna get through it, right? You just feel bad now, but you know in the back of your mind, you're you're gonna get through it. It just like hurts so bad right now. This is the worst. Just like just like stand up. It's like this joke bombed, and it feels one of the worst feelings in the world. But you know that. Hopefully you'll get through it and you'll have you'll get a laugh, you know, like the next show or the one after. There's that. There's
1: payoff. Yeah. There's payoff. Just gotta soldier through.
2: <laughs> so let's talk. Um, I mean, it's this past week is the one year anniversary of Asian AF. Oh yeah, and you've been like in almost every show, right? Um, not I mean. every show, but I've been involved with it uh, pretty yeah. frequently. Yeah. How's that been? I was. It's it's interesting from this other because we used to talk to Will and he's like the producer. Yeah, he's the mastermind. But Like from the side of like the talent, like someone who. Who's been in the game for like five years, what is it like to have this
3: It's suddenly open it up? It was you know? like there's no it's like so hard to describe. It's it was so crazy to me because like I said, when I started, there was just not a lot of us, you know. And just seeing like it started with like the Scarlett Johansson show, and he would just fill up this the inner sanctum at UCB, which is a very, usually very sparse attended venue, and it would just be Packed with like Asian Asian Americans, Asian people um, to the brim, like three hundred, like you know, two three hundred people in this like like basically open mic type of venue. Yeah, it's like a rec center. Type yeah, of like rec- venue. I was gonna say like a <laughs> recreation. And it, room. and it was packed, and you and I'm just like, this is insane. This is crazy. <laughs> and then seeing Asian AF take off and it sells out every show. It's one of the one. It has to be like one of the top three. Um, attended shows at UCB and just seeing, seeing people, like, I was talking to people, I was like, Oh, uh, you know, well, where'd you come from? It's like, Oh, I'm, I'm from San Diego. I drove, drove up for this. And I was <laughs> wow. like, What the wow. heck? <laughs> like, you know, it's just That's like, awesome. it's just people. It's, and then it made me realize that there's just like an, em, like an empty, not an emptiness because we're, we're yeah, kind of. So it's kind of a lack. Right? Yeah, yeah, there's like a lack of people with our voice and our understanding, like you know, our lo- kind of life experience, who are good at comedy, who are who are like trained She's for filled this, filled a void, and and they we want to see it, and that's why people come and they want to see this. I mean, yes, they could go stay at home watch Seinfeld or whatever, <laughs> but they would rather come to this because you never. You don't get a chance to see it. It's I relate it to kind of maybe like a, a lesser scale, but kind of like Def Jam mm-hmm. when that started happening in uh, the '90s, I think. And um, it's Def Jam was like this this show on television for the black community to have comedians. Do, uh, do comedy for them, you know, with yeah. their voice. And yep. that was something. Unapologetically. That blew, yeah, yeah, and it blew up. And I think it's similar to this, uh, similar to that, in you know, on a, maybe a smaller scale, uh, like this, like live sketch comedy, like stand up improv, stuff that you don't see, uh, you, you don't get to see Asian Americans do comedy that often on, in, in the media. So here's a whole <laughs> sketch show. Like, variety show for you to watch, like, these talented comedians, um, get to go on stage and start their stuff and show you what they've been working on forever and not had the opportunity to really show off. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's truly, like, pretty incredible and, like, really cool to watch just happen over the last year. And it was it's just a very very much a privilege and to be like in any way part of it. You
1: know? Do you feel like that's like infused you and like your team, the other performers? Do you guys feel like have you noticed a significant growth in terms of confidence and delivery and all that since and performance since you all started?
3: I think for uh I think for the younger younger, the the newcomers like coming into it, it's definitely like if I because when I was coming up it was like Eugene uh, Cordero and, uh, Renee, who were on stage. They were on, one was on a Herald team. One was like, sm- like a, like a regular. And just watching them just, you know, was good. Like, you know, get to see someone who is Asian, like on stage doing comedy. Maybe their voices are different than mine, but it's just cool to see them be able to do it. And it, it's definitely very encouraging for the, the new people coming in. And for me, that like, there is like a place for me to do this stuff. But also, like, when I was, When I, when you, when obviously when you first start doing all you really care about again, for me at least, was, you know, I just want to get good at improv. I just want to get good Mm. at comedy. Like, that's all you care about. And a lot of times you don't even, a lot of times I didn't even think about like the being, the being Asian aspect of it. Like, it was in my mind, but it wasn't like.
1: It's just a show. It's it's like a show for you to sharpen yourself. Yeah,
3: it's just a show. And then when this happened, I was like, oh yeah, I need to pay more attention to this because this is like important. But I mean, you're if you're a comedian, you're a comedian, and all you really want is people to laugh and you you to be uh, just some just you someone to like you, basically, you know. So like, it's uh, it's it's just a little different, but um, it's it's been great, and it's been great to be a part of, and great to see um people come in and be able to see that like and
1: responding so well. Like, was a great great time.
3: Yeah, every show I've been to have has
2: been all 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 like overall very strong yeah yeah yeah. you know even even when you know some some parts like it's not as strong but it's still
3: like yeah good for them you can't have like bangers every show yeah. but like for the but you can be consistently good
2: yeah you know
3: which is um it's great to see so many great talent too oh yeah and like great it's good to see like all these like great comedian stand-ups come through you know even just like People who you yeah. see or that are, are doing like stuff on television come through and do a monologue <laughs> or something.
2: It's been great. It's like I'm really excited. Chuck did a um, a musical improv site once.
3: Very cool. cool. Oh, you saw that? I saw. That. <laughs> <laughs> I did a musical improv. Site. Very nice. Yeah. Very really nice. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm not great at it, but I I, I think, <laughs> I, I, think I, I think I'm pretty good. I'm like all right, yeah. uh, but I'm not. I don't have. It's a all
1: good. Own that, and know. it's also having fun too. Honestly, that's the same. The main thing I learned from comedy is like if you're having fun, like other people having fun watching you more, it's a, more likely than not
3: and the way i see it is it's like it's how you it's refining it's refining fun it's like how you how how you can be like surgically uh surgically accurate with like showing fun um both like with like laughing you know comedy and just like and just atmospherically it's it's a weird kind of um We do
1: this art. all the time with Collapse I mean cuz we have to do with so many different mediums with music, dance and comedy yeah. all together and then have hosts and then do a lot of production in between that dictates again you you had this really great set and then you're just going to let it die. Like no, you have to, you know you have to keep maintaining and how yeah. do you do that? Well, you cut to the music really fast. You get to the music. You have to say yeah. the thing. You have to time it right with the commercial and then the commercial goes to the host and okay. oh my god, that's our <laughs> life too. So it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's very like being very methodical and strategic concrete and specific about executing fun. Yeah. There are people who do it.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's very cool. Like we did the undateables. Uh, we did this sketch where we like basically take off our clothes. Um, but, like, uh, <laughs> um, but it's like, it's kind of like a poking, it's like poking fun at, you know, what Harvey, uh, you know, Steve Harvey Steve said last him. year about Asian American men. Yes. And so mm. we're like, so we do this kind of like sexy ish, like kind of funny dance at the end of it. And then, uh, and then we go backstage and then the, and it 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 had a great crowd reaction you know people get really excited and then uh the next team come out was um Voltron which is a uh like a lot of asian american um it's like the supervisors, yeah. yeah a lot of great asian american impro- improvisers and then did this bit where it's like oh we're not as buff as those guys like you know it's just like it's like a like a nice transitional joke to get them into like the next thing one of them started doing pushups and it's like nope i can't do it like you know like and it's like it's just like a it's like you learn like you learn how to take your sense of humor in your sense of you know who you are, and you like sharpen it so you can like convey it like accurately on stage. You know that's how I see it. At least I know everyone has their own way of like mapping it
1: out. Yeah. Every time I talk to Asian AF people, I'm like, I need to go take class again. It's, very, yeah.
3: it's fun. It's, it's fun, but I mean, improv is very fun. But also, I understand it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like some people just like don't like doing it or don't understand it and and don't get it. Um, some people are more inclined to like want to do it all the time. You know, but I think improv is good just to, it helps you because you're never, no one's going to get paid to do improv. It just
1: helps you you get better as a performer, a A listener, and person, (laughs) it's like going to the gym. Contributor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, on that note, um, we've been talking for over an hour. I think we should call it. Okay. Um, we even talk about seventh
3: grade, but uh, if you oh. want to find more of your stuff, where can you yeah, go? Uh, yeah, I'll plug it real quick. Uh, we're on Facebook. It's a Facebook group, uh, seventh grade. It's spelled out, uh, so not a seven, but <laughs> seventh grade. One one word, and it's a we're a comedy uh, team. We're a sketch team. We do like short funny videos um you can check them out on facebook um we have a youtube channel but it's we don't really pay attention to it we haven't uploaded something in a long time we probably have to relaunch it at some point uh but uh but uh, check us out on facebook we have some pretty funny videos and um if you're in if you're in town uh we're doing a show on december 22nd it's uh it's at asian af show at ucb sunset tickets will be going on sale in the next week or so Make sure to get it quick. Those things sell out very fast. So uh, if you want to come by, stop by. We're going to be doing a set there. And uh, just check us out around town if you can see us. Where can we find um, your personal stuff? My personal stuff? Uh, I guess you can follow me on uh, Instagram. It's just Chuck Ma, C H U C K M A A. I am not great at Instagram, but if you want to follow fine. I'll try to, I'll try, I'll try to be better. I'll try to be Surprise better. Posts. Uh, yeah. You
1: never know what's coming. Yeah. yeah I'll
3: try to be better. A- and so, <laughs> I've a lot of, I've fairly recently, my last two posts have just been me dancing with my nephew. So nice. <laughs> that's a, uh, that's about it. And, uh, as always, you can, email us at the
2: collabcast at podcast at collaboration.org subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts Spotify, Google Play Music and wherever you find your podcasts um, leave us a good rating review if you can
1: please, and it's the season for giving yes, give us a
2: happy holidays I'm in the holiday spirit now so it's okay to say Barry Xmas to me <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm
1: going to say it to you all year round Mark.
2: It's okay. it's not okay to play your sync Christmas album which my girlfriend Merry has on Christmas. repeat um happy holiday! Thank you to Uzuhan <laughs> for Yusuf to on Uzuhan. Yes. <laughs> for this week's intro and outro. And that'll do it. Thanks so much, Chuck, for joining us. Thank this you. Podcast. Thank you guys. Um, and we'll see y'all next week.
1: Bye
0: guys. Bye.
2: You can
0: call me what you want, any label. I'll boys. <laughs> yum yum. I'll be that old. I'll be that oozoo coming, coming. Oozoo, I'll be that oozoo. I'll be that, Uzu. I'll be that Uzu, come oozoo coming, coming. Real, recognize real. Pew pew. I cannot compute. Pew pew. Hey, tell me who are you. Fondue. Got the smell on you. He, you, I seem a little sus. I can smell a bit of crap. I consider it a blessing. Hey, You consider it really lasagna I don't know if has been a few.